Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Dating Dossier. We are here for our first Listener Files episode where I will be reading your stories. Um, I hope you enjoy. I'm excited to be here. I have had a couple of glasses of wine and I have another one in front of me. So let's just see how this plays out, shall we? Our first episode is a tender horror story from our friend Zoe. And that is not her real name. Um, That's a name that she asked to use. So let's dive right in. So I matched with a guy on Tinder and I thought that he looked nice and put together. And based on his bio, I found that he was a lawyer in DC. I thought, well, that's promising. We had messaged a couple of times and finally he messaged me one day and asked if I wanted to go with him to the Nationals game that night. Ooh, my personal aside, that sounds fun, baseball, okay. Uh, Back to Zoe. When we were planning the evening, we talked about the weather because it was kind of cold outside being that it was the beginning of the season and he said he couldn't believe as a Nationals fan that I didn't have a Nationals sweatshirt. It was early enough in the day that I had time beforehand so I went and got myself a sweatshirt because all I had were t-shirts. Hang on. That would have been cute if he, like, got her a national sweatshirt. But, okay, I get it. Wardrobe for a first date. I'm there. Okay, back to Zoe. When I got in my car, I was decked out in all of my national stuff. I had my sweatshirt on over top of a t-shirt and had even matched my purse and shoes to the outfit. Okay, girl. I was excited to go to a game, and he seemed like a normal guy. We decided that I would meet him at his apartment complex because he only lived two stops away from the Mark from the park on the metro. When I walked out of the parking garage, he met me in the lobby so we could walk to the metro. He didn't look like his photo. Uh Uh-oh. He had gained some weight since the photo had been taken. Well, I mean, we've been there. He'd gained some weight since the photo had been taken, and he had a lot less hair as well. Ooh. He also wasn't wearing a single bit of Nationals gear. (gasps) In fact, he wasn't even wearing red. Oh, my God. Zoe says, I knew right then I wanted to leave, but I also really liked the team and wanted to see the game. Okay, I mean, same. Like, I feel that. As we walked to the Metro, he said, if they don't have any tickets, we will go to dinner instead. Mm. (laughs) So I had gotten dressed in full Nationals gear to go to dinner. When we got to the park, I thought that we'd walk to the ticket counter and get our tickets. No, no. He planned to buy them from a scalper. Oh my God. When the scalper offered him two tickets at $40 a piece on the first baseline in a great row, he said, no, what do you have for $20? He purchased two tickets in the deep outfield and we walked in. Wow. He's really, he's really doing the most here. From our seats, you couldn't see much. I mean, yeah. As we sat there, he was talking about his work and asked very little about me. Ooh, That's a red flag, ladies and gentlemen, when they don't ask about you. Then, out of nowhere, he started heckling the center outfield on the other team in Spanish. Okay. He apparently wanted me to know that he spoke fluent Spanish, and he thought that was cool. People were staring at us, and I was so embarrassed. Girl, same. (laughs) I'm, like, feeling embarrassed for you. During the seventh inning, he decided that he wanted to leave because he had a big day at work tomorrow. Hmm. Okay, we just now figured that out? Like, come on, dude. 
I obliged because I wanted to get out of there. Okay, fair. Totally. Come to find out the time that was the biggest comeback. Oh, wait, wait. Come to find out at the time that was the biggest comeback the Nationals had ever had. And they went on to win the game and we missed it. <gasps> oh, my God. When we finally got back to his building, he asked me, do you want to come up? And all I could think was, do you really think it went that well? He was all pissed off and walked away. Oh, ew, when a dude can't handle rejection. Ooh. I went down to the parking garage to get my car out and leave. And the validated ticket he claimed he would let me park for free didn't work. <gasps> so I had to pay $25 to get my car out a lot. On the way home, I remember pulling over near the park and blocking his phone number and finding him on Facebook so I could block him there too. Yes, girl. That is the way to do that. By far the worst date I've ever been on in my entire life. I hope he found someone who accepts him for all that he is and isn't. And I'm so glad it wasn't me. <gasps> Thank you, girl. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing. We saw so many red flags in that one episode. I still, I feel like I cannot get past the initial, like, wanted you to buy gear, but, like, didn't have gear himself. Like, okay, dude. Um, I'm sorry. Goodness gracious. Okay. Here is another story. And the subject line is, I legitimately think I dated a psychopath. I'm so excited for this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Buckle up. It's time for a crazy story of how I dated a guy who ended up being a huge player and liar and potentially an actual psychopath. <laughs> Question mark. Um, this all happened while I was in college. I decided to try Tinder. None of my friends knew that I had it. Mm, girl, I feel that. I was almost ashamed of trying it because it had a reputation for being a hookup app and that is not something I've ever done. I tried to use it for actual dating, so my success rate was very small. Okay, I feel that. Anywho, I matched with a guy. We'll call him Chucky. Oh, gosh. If you pick that name because it's a horror story name. Uh, his profile had a shirtless pic. Ooh, showing off his huge tattoo. I would tell you how cringy slash sort of disrespectful I think it is, but it could be a huge identifier if he's still in the area and I don't want to reveal his or my identity. Okay, fair enough. But now I'm like really curious of what the tattoo is. Like, is it like a dinosaur or something? Like, I really want to know. Okay, he had some other regular photos on his profile too and I thought he was cute. Chucky was in the armed forces staying on a base near my college campus. We messaged back and forth on Tinder and he convinced me to give him my phone number so he could text me and meet me. Okay, that seems kind of par for the course, but let's see. I snuck out of my dorm room and sat in the coffee shop to wait for him. He walked in, we started talking, and I noticed that he had a ring on his right hand. Okay, so it's not marrying. I asked what it was for, and he said he just liked to wear it. We talked some more, and he again convinced me to get in his car so we could go somewhere fun. I felt uneasy. Ooh, trust your gut, honey. I felt uneasy, but said, okay, as long as we stay in the area and don't get on the interstate to go anywhere. He agreed. Awesome. Everything is great, right? Wrong. <gasps> I get in his car, which was a cliche sports car, and he immediately drives on the interstate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Without telling me where we're going. It was a quote-unquote surprise. I started freaking out, sitting bolt upright in my seat and legitimately ready to unbuckle and tuck and roll into the interstate shoulder. He noticed and said he was sorry. He didn't think I was that serious. And thankfully, we got to his surprise destination soon after that. I think it was a pool hall or something. Whatever. So we started dating. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. We went from a kidnap situation. You know what? 
this I'm not saying this out of judgment like I have totally been there I just how did we go from being scared for our lives to like let's go on a second date okay so we started dating and I would drive over to the base and we would hang out in his barracks room this quote-unquote hanging out consisted of me watching him play world of warcraft and getting extremely pissed when he realized that he sucked at playing he lost a lot when he lost, it would affect his mood for the rest of the day. Ooh, and he would take it out on me. Ooh, double ooh. He would also invite me over, then decide to go to the gym while I was there. So I would just sit in his room alone. Fun. No, not fun. Oh my God. I won't bore you with the details of our regular hangouts, but I'll get into the weird stories. <gasps> there are so many. There are so many. Okay. Uh, number one, once we started dating, he played a fake way to quote unquote meet. So we would have a story to tell people. I went with a group of friends to a line dancing place and he went with one of his friends. I pointed him out to my friend pretending it was the first time I saw him. Her immediate reaction. Oh my gosh, no. He looks like a monster. Can't you see it in his eyes? <gasps> Yikes. We still ended up meeting each other that night, but he also, but he was also followed around by two other girls and flirted with them too. Mm. I also found out later on that he did not tell his friends the story. He told them that I was a Tinder girl. Okay. So to recap, he convinces our friend to tell her friends they were like meeting up at this bar they were like staging a meetup which if you guys haven't seen mommy dead and dearest which is um a hulu it's like a it's like a documentary but it's fictionalized i, I forget what that's called it's awesome it's about like Munchausen syndrome and Munchausen by proxy and it's it's really really good but in that movie they kind of stage a fake meetup like this this is the vibes I'm getting okay okay two he told me that he was previously married hmm. his quote-unquote ex-wife was in another state judging by the ring he wore I'm starting to question if she was really an ex or if he just moved the ring to the right hand when I was with him <gasps> Ooh. Don't love that. Three, he still had letters and pictures and mementos from either his ex-wife or another girl he was serious with before me. I mean, a huge desk drawer filled to the brim. Mm. Mm. I saw it all when he went to the gym one time and told me I could stoop around if I wanted. I also saw a women's shampoo, conditioner, body watch, and a pink loofah in his shower. Totally untrustworthy, right? Okay. I am literally not judging. We have all been there. We've all done crazy things. However... If you, men like barely have soap for themselves, let alone women's supplies. If there are women's supplies in a bathroom, like I have once in my life been in a situation where I left a toothbrush at a man's place and I, we didn't see each other for like a couple weeks and then I came back and my toothbrush had been thrown away. And that's how I found out he was dating someone else. So... If that shit is around, that's a huge indicator. Like, unless they are living at home with their mom and their sister, like, there is no reason that they have that stuff. And I've seen that internet meme going around, like, oh, if you have a girl, like, have this stuff over, like, I'm sorry. Unless he is, like, Rico Suave. No, absolutely not. Okay. Four. We had one Valentine's Day together. Ooh. This isn't going to be good. He told me to dress up really nice and that he was going to take me somewhere amazing and spoil me. Hmm. He doesn't have a good track record. Uh, then he showed up in jeans, the same sweatshirt he wore almost every day in Converse. He took me to see Deadpool and we had dinner at Hooters. 
I can feel the pity stares from all the waitresses. Oh, ew. Ew, ew, ew. Five. He told me that he used to be a huge player in high school. Mm, used to be? Okay. And that if I slept with him, I would be girl number... <gasps> I'm sorry. And that if I slept with him, I would be girl number 440? No, that was not a typo. He kept pressuring me to go beyond what I was comfortable with and trigger warning one night almost raped me. Holy shit. I don't know why I stayed with him beyond that night. I guess he had manipulated me into thinking my only option was to stay with him. 100%. That is, this guy is a classic. He's checking off the boxes one after another to be a predator. They have mastered the manipulation game. I'm sure he was gaslighting you. Like, you haven't called it out yet. I mean, we're only kind of halfway through the story, but... You haven't called it out, but I'm sure he was gaslighting you and making you think you were crazy um, for being against the things he was doing and saying and trying to convince you of. Um, but holy shit. I mean, none of this. Uh, this is beyond. Okay, six. He would go to parties with his friends. He would go to parties that his friends hosted, but would not let me go with him. Then he would tell me all about how the girls were flirting with him because he was playing guitar, but said, don't worry. I told him that this ring is our wedding ring and that I only had it on my right hand because I was playing guitar. I hate this guy. And that in of itself is a red flag. I don't know if you, uh, our friend, listener, writer in person, uh, I don't know if you recognized it as a red flag, but when they talk to you about other people flirting with them, that that's... That's a red flag because it's both a grasp for attention and also a way to put you down. So, seven, we started dating right before Christmas, and while I was home on break, he drove to my hometown, showed up at the store I was working at, and gave me my Christmas presents. Those presents were a teddy bear in his military uniform, a gold bracelet, I hardly wear bracelets and I don't like gold, and some tacky diamond earrings. I think I wore them maybe twice. He also told me later on that he got them from a certain jewelry store because they were good about letting him return and exchange exchange jewelry for all the girls he dates. No surprise that when we broke up, he made sure I gave him the jewelry back so he could return it. Oh, did they turn your ears green? Eight. At one point, I can tell that things were going downhill and got suspicious. Um, uh, (laughs) at one point. Okay. At one point, I could tell that things were going downhill and got suspicious. I don't know that things were ever uphill. However, I re-downloaded Tinder and looked at his profile. He had updated his account with a picture I had taken of him. Okay, that has happened to me before, and it does feel super shitty. Definitely been there. Ugh. Okay, so obviously he was very active on that while we were dating. Well, when it happened with me, he'd actually, like, uploaded it after but i guess you're saying if you were suspicious you looked at it while you were dating and he'd had it so yeah oh that's gross 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 okay nine he told me after dating for 2.5 months that he loved me he didn't expect me to say it back but i felt uncomfortable leaving him hanging like that so i said it anyways after that he tried to get me to actually have sex with him he was talking about us being married and everything i did not sleep with him which led to our breakup good for you for standing your ground 10. Here's the big one. Oh, God. Our breakup. It requires a tiny amount of backstory. When he was actively going to the gym, he would take some type of workout supplement that gave him breast buds. I, hmm. I pointed out that that was not healthy, and he said he should probably get them checked out. He ignored me. Cut to three months later, we were sitting in his car in the base visitor lot. 
Quote, so I have to tell you something. I got those breast buds checked out like you said I should, and the doctor told me they are cancerous. The cancer has already spread to my bones and doesn't look like I have much time left. End quote. I say all the usual, OMG, I'm so sorry. I'm here to support. And he responds with, quote, continuing our relationship would only be worth it if you agree to have sex with me. I, uh, okay. I wanted to, in my delusion, you, mm, stay and support him parentheses but without the sex but he said he didn't want to see me he didn't want me to see him waste away if i wasn't going to sleep with him what he also conveniently asked for the jewelry and everything back because apparently he needed it even though he was dying so i gave him everything back and i don't think i ever got all my stuff from him we never spoke to each other again hmm. until a few months later when he texted me to tell me that they removed the cancer. So I guess they removed the cancer part of his bones. Please know I'm being sarcastic. I'm not that dumb. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were being funny, so it's fine. He was actively deployed and also told me a story of how he got annoyed with a widow who couldn't quote unquote keep it together during her husband's funeral. Oh, the last message I have from him is the typical. I really screwed up with you. I loved you and still do blah, blah, bullshit, blah, blah, etc. Wow, this was long. Girl, yeah, but every single one of those aspects was important. She's TLDR. So too long, didn't read. I dated a manipulative psychopath who broke up with me by telling him he had terminal cancer. And not the only way he would stay with me while he was dying is if I would have sex with him. Yay, men. Okay that is i know it's only the second story we've ever read but that's gotta go down in history as freaking oh my god he had terminal cancer and the only way he would stay with her is if she slept with him but he also needed his cheap ass jewelry back dude for real i mean points for creativity possibly like i've never had i've never been broken up with that way okay Last story. Says my story. <laughs> Longtime fan. Oh, yay. Been a listener since day one. Ooh, girl. <laughs> You've been hanging in there. Here's my worst first date, if we can even call it that. Ooh, okay. I was on Tinder, swiped right on Fred, and boom, match. Oh, it's a good feeling. So we talked for a few days, and when we came to the conversation, conversation about our plans this weekend, we found out that we were going to be bar hopping in the same area with our friends, so we decided it would be the perfect place and time to break the ice and meet in person. I don't hate this idea. Um, I mean, I always like a dude who can take initiative and ask you out on a first date, but at the same time, if you are in the dating pool, it can A, get exhausting to do that over and over and over again, and B, sometimes just being out on the town, like... And meet up with your friends, his friends. Like, I I really don't hate it. But let's see where this goes. So, I was at the bar with my girls. He calls and tells me he's outside with his friend. So, I go outside. And since I know the bartender slash bouncers really well, I was going to help him cut the line. We say hi and hug as if we've known each other for a long time. So, it wasn't an awkward interaction. Cool. And I'm in the front of the line waiting for him to get in. He gets stopped because he's wearing a plain white t-shirt. And the bouncer says he can't come. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been there. Fred's friend said he was like, oh, man, I have a Sharpie in the car. Let's just write something random on you. Fred was all for it and told me to go back with my girls and he will be right back. Well, 15 minutes go by and I'm like, what the fuck? Waited a few more minutes and decided to call him. The call goes straight to voicemail. Never heard from him again. Ew. So Fred 
Wherever you are, I hope someone looked at you and then blocked you too. Oh, gross. I mean, I hope he did that out of embarrassment for the t-shirt thing. But um, I guess to wrap up, I can share a story that was in a very similar vein to that from me. So I matched with this guy on Bumble and we were planning to go out and meet at a bar and I kind of broke one of my own rules. Like I, I agreed to meet with this guy without taking our interactions off the app. So we were only messaging on the app. Um, we're going back and forth for a while. We plan on the time. We plan on the place. It's a bar that I go to all the time. It's kind of my go-to bar. So I was excited about it. And we, so he lets me know when he gets there and what he's wearing so I can like find him when I go in. Cause it's a Friday night. So it's going to be pretty crowded. And I told him what I was wearing and it was an, a whole outfit, but it included a cheetah print scarf. So pretty hard to miss. Um, we are messaging back and forth. Like every couple of seconds, he's like, Hey, are you here? I'm at the bar sitting on this side of the bar. And I'm like, Oh, I just parked. Like I'm walking up now. You know, are you on the left side or the right side? Whatever. We're going back and forth actively. We're going back and forth so much that I haven't even closed the app. Like haven't even locked my phone. Like I'm like looking at these messages as they're coming in. I walk in and I like glance around and do a quick lap and can't tell like which dude he is at the bar because he said he was wearing a flannel shirt, right? So every other guy at this bar was wearing a flannel shirt. So I tried to message him like, hey, which side did you say you were sitting on again? Because I kind of thought he would, you know, get up and turn around. And I send the message and Bumble sends me an automatic reply saying this match has expired. But there are plenty other bees in the hive. Go fuck yourself, Bumble. Um, and I didn't know which one he was. I don't know where he was. I don't know if he was standing outside of the bar. I don't know if he was not wearing a flannel shirt. I don't know if he was standing in front of the bathroom and looked at me, but whatever he was doing, his timing was perfect. That's where I messaged and said I was walking through the door and he knew what to look for for what I was wearing. He unmatched me. So he laid eyes on me and unmatched me. So listener for our third story, I feel you. I've been there. It sucks. It hurts. It takes a notch out of your self-esteem but just know that that's all him because your guy obviously was talking to you. My guy had been talking to me for more than one day back and forth. So I know he thought I was funny. I know he liked my personality. If he's so shallow that he can't even have a beer with me for 20 minutes, he's that, that's a psychopath that we're talking about. And they can go fuck themselves. All those dudes, good luck. My friend, that's all I have to say. I feel like my ladies who wrote in those stories, thank you. Thank you guys for being vulnerable. That's awesome. I love these stories. There were a couple jaw droppers in there. Um, that's what we're about. We're sharing these stories because I knew I wasn't alone. Well, I felt like I couldn't be alone, and now I know I'm not alone, and you guys are not alone. Okay, we've been there and it sucks, and it hurts, and saying, you dodged a bullet, we all know that. Oh, you're better off, we all know that. But being here for each other to laugh about it and talk about it and get that weight off your shoulder, I'm about it. So I hope you guys liked this Listener Files episode. I hope you're ready for the next one next month. 
if you would send your stories to the dating dossier at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram, the dating dossier, and DM them there. <laughs>